0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Preach the Word podcast. I'm Ashton MacDonald, and I'm your host. Today's episode is a sermon that was shared by Pastor Shad MacDonald on September 28th of 2022. The scripture reading comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 and verse 35. The sermon is titled, His Purpose, Our Promise. There are times in life that things just don't go the way we had them planned, but aren't you glad that even during those times, we can still know the perfect will of God for our life, even when we don't understand everything going on around us. Listen today as Pastor McDonald encourages us that we have our promise through his purpose. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by emailing preachthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Hebrews 10:35. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise." Hold that for a moment, please. Verse 36, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. If the Lord will stand by me, I want to just title that text His Purpose our promise it's a package deal it comes all as one it's twofold but it's a package deal i was reading the greek text of this scripture today and i noted that this this word here the will of god in italics in the greek testament it says the purpose of god aren't you glad god's got a plan Aren't you glad God's already thought this thing out? So when I, when I recognize that when His purpose is fulfilled, we enjoy the promise. All we've got to do is put ourselves in that place that the will of God and the purpose of God can be fulfilled in our life. It was the prayer of the psalmist that said, Teach me to do thy will, for thou art very God. May I say that there is perfect peace in <clears throat> doing the will of God. The will of God. Someone said the greatest knowledge is to know the will of God. And the greatest achievement is to do the will of God. Do you understand that there's a great difference between knowing and doing it is my prayer for you and i that we can be what god wants us to be and we can move when god wants us to move and we can be where god wants us to be when he wants us to be there and we can do what god wants us to do when he wants us to do it it's very difficult sometimes to ascertain and have clarity and completely understand what the will of God is for our lives. And I want to walk through the Word with you here tonight and just take my time leisurely to point you to some Scripture text. And I want to talk to you concerning the will of God in these three areas. I want you to think concerning the problem of discernment and the will of God. And then I want to talk to you about the power for deployment To do the will of God, and then the peril of discouragement of forsaking the will of God. I want us to get to the place that we know what God's will is, and then we do what God's will is, and we purpose in our heart that we're going to stay with it until God gives us the promise that He has for our lives. I want you to look at Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god and i cannot help but say that the will of god is good it's acceptable and it is perfect now there are some people that want to segment and they want to take this verse apart and say that it's suffice that you live in the good will of god and it's and it's permissible that you be in the Uh, acceptable will of God, and then there's the perfect. No, it's all one. It's good, it's acceptable, and it's perfect. My friend, there's nothing about the will of God that will cause you and I to leave Him. It's not the will of God for us to depart from Him. It's God's will for us to know what His will is and to do it with all of our heart. And so oftentimes, if we're not careful... The difficulty, please, is discerning what is the will of God. Now, maybe you're different than I, but I take the will of God serious. Do you know this text declares that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord? And George Mueller, he said, and the stops also. Amen. So there's steps and there's stops. And they're ordained, they're ordered, they're planned, they're purposed by the will of God. But oftentimes there's a problem of discernment to know what is the will of God. Look there in Acts chapter 16. And, And even Paul faced this. The Bible says there in verse 6 of Acts 16 concerning Paul and his missionary endeavor Now when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not, and they passing by Mysia came down to Troas. Sometimes we feel that stress of uncertainty. One would think that Uh, It would be the will of God for Paul to preach anywhere. I mean, he's to carry the gospel. He is a missionary. But the scripture plainly, in clarity, says that he was forbidden of the Holy Ghost. God had another plan. (laughs) Hallelujah. God had something else in mind. And oftentimes in our hearts, in our lives... We we are in a quandary. We're a bit, well, do I do this or do I do that? And How many of you have ever really tried to push because you felt so certain to do a particular thing, but then there was that hesitancy and there was that uncomfortableness uh, in our spirit? The spirit knows more than what we know. And it's not that In time, that is God's plan. But sometimes it's just not for right now. God sometimes answers our prayers with yes. God sometimes answers our prayers with no. God sometimes answers our prayers with wait. That's why you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Do you understand that His ways are not our ways? And His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And God had a bigger plan in mind. And so Paul and these that were with him on this missionary journey, they essayed to go into Bithynia. That's where they wanted to preach. But God was just saying, not now. May I ask you please, are you okay when God says not now? Is that okay with you? Or rather, are you headstrong? Are you determined? Are you a bit obstinate and self-willed and forceful that you want to push right on through and go beyond the guiding and the leading of the Holy Ghost? I want to be sensitive to the mind of the Spirit so that when the Spirit of God is leading me, I can follow the leading of the Spirit. (coughs) Look here. (coughs) Now, one may feel the stress of uncertainty. However, however... One can be filled with spiritual understanding. Verse number 9 of Acts 16, I'm in the same place. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night, and there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And... After he had seen the vision, notice this next word, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Paul is hesitant. Paul don't want to miss it. Do you know you cannot afford to miss the will of God? Now, uh, Kathy and I have always tried to be prayerful. Uh, And I, I will say, I will say publicly, and I will say openly, there was one particular time in my life that my wife, she said, I don't have a good feeling about that. And I let that decision go for a long time, and finally I made the decision that I felt like I should have made. I wish now I had went with her decision. That proves I'm not a male chauvinist. <laughs> I I I I like it so that a husband and wife make a decision together. Is that all right? And uh, but my wife, my wife, you know, blessed be the advice of Abigail. If there is something that you can't get together on. And if it brings contention, if it brings confusion, do you know God is not the author of confusion? Do you want the will of God in your life? Sure you do. And so if you can't get together on it, you need to table that and just leave it right where it's at until you get the mind of the Spirit. And that's what Paul had to do in this situation. He wanted to preach in Bithynia. Spirit suffered not. There was a hesitancy. The spirit said, don't go there. But in the night, he gets a vision. And he sees a man standing there and say, hey, come over here to Macedonia and help us. And he said immediately, right then, straightway at that very moment, I've got the green light. My friend, what you have to do is just stay on ready. Amen.
2: Have it in idle and be ready to go. And immediately when you get the go ahead from God, put it into gear and do what God wants you to do. But don't move until you get the green light from God.
1: uh, This is long, 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 long ago. I read about a guy that had a, had a job at a factory where they bagged potatoes, and all of it was done by hand. And he hired on to sort potatoes. His job was to get large, medium, and small. And after three days, he went and quit. He said, I can't do it. Too many choices. <laughs> well, sometimes in life, it feels that way. Amen. We're just confused. I like this definition of confusion that I read. Confusion is a word we have invented for an order that we cannot understand at this time. (laughs) Hallelujah. God's not confused. We may be confused, but God has it all in mind. Could you just give the Lord a praise for that? Oh, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that you know exactly what you're doing. <clears throat> there's a verse that's found in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 that adds a little bit more clarity to this thought concerning the problem of discernment and the will of God. Colossians 1, 9, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye may be filled... With the knowledge of His will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Filled. Oh, hallelujah. Do you believe you can be filled with the Spirit? Do you believe you can be filled with the Holy Ghost? (laughs) Sure you do. That's all we need to do is be filled so that we can have His understanding. Now I want you to go to Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8 and I want to talk to you about the power for deployment to do the will of God. Have you ever stepped out in faith to do something and then it seems like the devil knocks all the props out from under you? Have you ever made a venture or an endeavor you feel so strongly that this is what God wants you to do and and then suddenly it seems like it it just ain't gonna work but I love Romans chapter 8 and verse 24 for we are saved by hope but hope that is seen is not hope for what a man seeth why doth he yet hope for but if we hope for that we see not then we with patience wait for it Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints. Here it is now, according to the will of God. (laughs) I feel that right now, don't you? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. I'm preaching tonight on His purpose, our promise. It's a package deal when once we get into that place where we do the will of God, God's purpose is fulfilled in our life, and we get to enjoy the promise. Oh, hallelujah. Now, the power for deployment, the enablement, the dynamic that that gives us the strength to do it is none other than the Holy Ghost. Amen. You see within ourselves we're weak, we're frail, we're puny, we're impotent and we do not have the strength to fulfill and do it within ourselves but then the Spirit of God comes alongside. Jesus said that it is expedient for you that I go away for if I go not away the comforter cannot come. He said but I'm going to go away and I'm going to pray the Father and he is going to send you another comforter and that word comforter is paraclete. That means one called alongside
2: to help. When I'm weak, when I'm weary, when I'm frail, when I'm troubled, uh, when I feel that I can't put another step in front of one, uh, there's one that comes along beside me. He's my helper. He's my keeper. He's my God. He's the good Holy Ghost uh, and he gives me the power and he gives me the strength uh, to run another mile uh, so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna run on you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna pray on and I'm gonna keep seeking God and I'm gonna do the will of God and I'm gonna enjoy the promise of God
1: oh I wish I was a preacher the Holy Ghost he is that power and that compulsion to accomplish and he gives us the strength if you want to read there, there's a companion text, Philippians 2, in verse number 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will. <laughs> Hallelujah. For it is God. That's enough right there for me to shout about on a Wednesday night. All this that's going on in my life. Everything that's happening right now, everything that I don't understand, for it is God. Hallelujah. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputings. It would be good if some people would remember that. that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. And that day of Christ means the, the... rapture of the church now let me explain something in just walking through this when you see the phrase day of Christ that is the rapture of the church that is when the church is received when you see day of the Lord that is the return of Christ when we come back with him and he will judge the world but I want to tell you he's going to come get his bride before he comes and And judges this world. And so when I have done the will of God. I have the hope of the day of Christ. And may I say it may look like. Amen. That the world is down on the church. And the world is down on the church. And it may seem like. Amen. That things are not good for us right now. But just wait. Our day is a coming, amen, just any day now. And I'm back in Hebrews chapter number 10 and get verse number 37, amen, where the scripture said that after you've
2: done the will of God, you might receive the promise, get the next verse, for yet a little while. And he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. I wanna tell you, I'm looking for Jesus to come. He may come tomorrow, amen, and that's the hope of the church. I'm glad I'm rapture ready. I'm heaven bound! ain't got long to stay! I'm heaven bound! And I ain't got long
1: to stay! Hallelujah! Now, Paul, he makes a commitment to accept whatever is the will of God. Have you made that acceptance? Is that settled in your mind? That whatever He wills, you will? How'd you do with that? How'd you do with that? Whatever He wills, you will? It's hard for me to sometimes add rhyme or reason and understand what God is doing But at the end of it all, I have to just concede and confess His way is best. Never doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. Moving forth through failure and failure by faith without losing any enthusiasm. That's what perseverance is. Moving forward in faith. Through failure, just keep on going. You see, sometimes we give God ultimatums. Don't ever do that. That's a trick of the devil. I've heard people say, Well, I'm not going to serve God if. It's better to say, I'm going to serve God no matter. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. What if you don't get that promotion? What if you don't get that pay raise? What if you don't get that new house? What if you don't get that church? Is that good preaching? Can I preach that? Well sure I can I'm doing it right now You may not always get what you planned for You may not always get what you expected but nevertheless It's his purpose It's our promise And I'm going to preach on I'm going to pray on I'm going to love God on I'm going to worship God My salvation does not depend on who is here Or
2: who is not here My, de- my salvation does not depend on Whether it's raining or sunshine My My salvation does not depend on whether I got 50 cents or $50,000. My salvation, amen, is in Christ Jesus. He's my savior, he's my lord, he's my keeper. He's my bread when I'm hungry. He's my light when I'm in the dark. He's my way when I'm lost. He's my shield, he's my buckler, he's my rock, he's my high tower, he's my fortress, he's my everything. I'm gonna depend on him and he'll make a way For me, out of no way.
1: Somebody ought to praise him. Hallelujah. I'm back in Hebrews 10, and this is where I'll close concerning the will of God, the problem of discernment, the power for deployment. And then now I need to caution you and warn you of the peril of discouragement. He says there in verse number 36 of Hebrews 10, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but unto of them that believe to the saving of the soul." May I simply say in closing, please, don't get discouraged doing the will of God. Don't be of those that draw back. You see, the delay is disheartening. Nobody likes to be put on hold. It don't matter whether you call CenturyLink Alabama Power, the Chevrolet House. You get an automated voice and they put you on hold. We had a storm come through some time ago and dropped a big limb on the telephone line. I talked to someone in Peking, China. I talked to someone in Yugoslavia. I declare everywhere, I said, where are you at? Nobody in South Alabama talks that way. Amen friend don't get disheartened just because you get put on hold when you're praying if you get put on hold that means you got heaven on the line
0: <laughs>
1: ooh as long as i got heaven on the line i'm going to just keep holding on <laughs> We uh, we we drove to Mauriceville, Texas, here the other day, and then drove back to DeRitter, Louisiana, to officiate Silas Compton's wedding. And it was love bug season. I massacred. I murdered. I annihilated one million seven hundred eighty-three thousand five hundred ninety-one love bugs. My grill, my bumper, my headlights, my windshield was literally covered, matted. By the time I got back to the interstate, I could not see. I had a little tiny speck, little tiny spot that I could see right, right through, and then all of a sudden splat, and he got it too. <laughs> and so I, I made it to a car wash, and I pulled up, and I told the attendant, I said, I'm in a mess. He said, oh, my. He said, I've never seen such. And so, uh, you know, $20 goes a long ways. I gave that man $20. He prepped my vehicle. He said, run it through, and I'm not charging you a dime for that. He prepped it and run it through, brought it back out, and he prepped it again, and uh, run it back through the second time. And he got that thing cleaned up where I could get back to Grand Bay, Alabama. But let me tell you something. After he run that brush down in that bucket, and he put that conditioner on the, the headlamps and the windshield and, and the bumper and the hood, he let it set for a minute, and then he began to scrub. And when he got it all broke loose, he run me through that car wash. And when I got up there, that car wash there's was a young man standing there, and he's got, this, uh, he's got this brush in his hand. And he points at that illuminated sign, and that illuminated sign said, put your vehicle in neutral take your foot off the brake get your hand off the steering wheel is that right you know what i done because i wanted my vehicle clean i had to put it in neutral i had to get my foot off the brake and i had to keep my hand off the steering wheel. Oh yeah, that's the plan. That's the purpose. Amen, that's the procedure. Amen, but the promise is, uh, amen, if you'll let if you'll just go through, amen, the wash, you'll come out clean on the other side. Oftentimes it seems like that life is a hurricane. It seems like it's storm winds. It seems like that it's howling waves and rushing waters.
2: Amen. And it seemed like the storm is going to destroy our frail craft. But if you'll put it in neutral. If you'll keep your hand off the steering wheel. If you'll get your foot off the brake. You're going to come clean. I said you're going to come out clean. On the other side. And so you let God do the work. And he'll give you the promise.
1: I said all that to say this. Back in April of this year in Escondido, California, a 56-year-old man paid for his car wash. And to this day, they don't know what happened. That 56-year-old man paid for his car wash. And when he got in that car wash, for some unknown reason, he exited his automobile. And they rushed in to try to save him. But it was too late those great beater bars thrashed and put his body up against that car and he got caught up in the world of that machine and it took his life all it had to do was stay in the car all it had to do was stay in the may I say just stay right where you at and God will take care of it don't leave us now
2: hey man, the writer said we're not of them that drove, you're not going to quit us now are you I said God's been too good to us we've come too far I'm going to stay in all the way I'm not going to jump ship now I'm going to stay in and let the will of God be perfected in my life
1: stay with me all over the house Father we thank you Lord for this wonderful congregation thank you for these precious people I pray God that you will help those that are seeking for the will of God to find that place in this altar tonight, that give them the assurance and give them, Lord, clarity of what is the will of God for their life. And then when once they know the will of God, then to do the will of God. Your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. So, preacher, I've got to know. That's why I brought you this message tonight. There's peace in his plan. Whatever is, is the will of God. When you put yourself into his hands, and you've got to know that you know. He'll give you perfect peace. He'll give you complete rest. And you'll know this is the will of God. If that's your prayer, I want to invite you to come pray. I want to know that I know. I want to be sure.
0: Lord, yes, to your will and to your way, I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you.